0: Blog Talk Radio Fantasy Dating Radio. I'm your host, Suzanne Casamento, the creator of FantasyDatingGame.com and the author of Dare to Date. Unfortunately, Ryan is unable to join me tonight, and although I will sorely miss him, I'm pretty psyched because it's girls' night. So uh, I'd like to welcome my guest, Camille Virginia. She is an offline dating expert and coach, and I'm so excited because we love offline dating. Welcome, Camille. How are you?
1: I'm great. Thanks for having me, Suzanne.
0: Hey, thanks for having Girls' Night with me. I appreciate it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This is going to be fun.
0: It is going to be fun. I should have made a cocktail. What was I thinking? (laughs) (laughs) So, um, now that I have you here on the line, will you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you became an offline dating coach?
1: Sure. Yeah, I... um... Really, a few years ago, some friends just kept asking for my advice of, you know, how was I able to meet all these guys in the real world, as they called it, um, because I had never done online dating. And I honestly thought that everyone just kind of talked to strangers and got us out (laughs) in the greeting card section of the drugstore and things like that. Um, But apparently, that's not normal. So... Um, I was a consultant at the time, and I put together a PowerPoint just for fun and I, I was like, well, this is actually you know I, I like talking about this. I like telling people how to start a conversation and continue it and go places alone and be open and that kind of grew into a workshop and then an online course. and now here I am uh, doing it full time and loving it, teaching others to offline it all over the world
0: amazing. I love it. And it was so funny because, um, so a mutual friend actually introduced me to, to Camille and I thought, oh my God, what a perfect a fit because um, we've had tons and tons of, on, you know, we've had tons of dating coaches, dating experts, therapists, all kinds of people on the show. But uh, we've never had an offline dating coach. You know, we've had a lot of online dating coaches and <laughs> online profile, uh, you know, polishers and all kinds of things. And and obviously, fantasy dating, you know, the game is on everywhere you go. And so as much as we want you to use your dating tools like online dating or matchmakers or speed dating or whatever, you know, uh, the real goal is to talk to people everywhere you go. And the fact that you're out there coaching people to do this <laughs> is amazing. <laughs> yes. I feel like you're my it. soul teacher. I,
1: mean, <laughs> uh, I love it. I love it because you found a way to quantify what I teach. By giving points, so it's, it's a match made in heaven.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it it's amazing, and and just like you, I, you know, I, I also find it shocking that people don't talk to people everywhere they go. Uh, I, I I had three encounters in Whole Foods today, and you know, last night I got a number from my Lyft driver, and I mean, it's just like <laughs> that's just kind of how I roll. I'm always talking to people, so it it is it is interesting because when you are an extrovert um, or outgoing, I should say, I'm not always an extrovert. I'm part extrovert, half hermit, but when you are outgoing, um, you know, we don't realize how tough it is for other people. So, so what are some, how, where do you start? Say someone comes to you and says, I'm really shy and I don't know how to approach somebody. What do I do? Um, well, um, uh,
1: well, first of all, I guess like you are even more outgoing than I am. I know we've talked Quite a bit, and I could tell immediately you were at least part extrovert. And I can fake being an extrovert, but I'm actually an introvert. So, um, if someone comes to me and says, "Hey, I'm really shy. I don't know what to do. I want to. I'm burned out with online dating. I don't know, you know how to meet people in real life." Um, I immediately empathize with them because I used to be the same way, and I just kind of got sick of not knowing what to say to people or hesitating going to networking events or parties because I. You know, I didn't like small talk. I think that's, um, that's kind of common for introverts. But I would say, um, first of all, have an open mind. You know, see everyone as a human being. You know, I think we tend to kind of think, oh, well, that person's really attractive. They're out of my league. Or I get they I, I get, get hit on all the time by people. And, you know, really everyone's human, um, you know, from your list driver to uh, those, those guys you met in Whole Foods, you know, they, they probably were all different ranges of professions and ethnicities and this and that. And, and really when it comes down to it, we're just human. So I think that's, that's a good place to start. But, um, but also like every time you step foot outside your door, shift your mind to think that that's an opportunity to meet somebody. Um, oh, I don't know about I you, ben, but like, yeah. Cause I mean, as women, you know, we get very task oriented. We're like, okay, today's Karen's day. Uh, I've got to go to the grocery store and, you know, go to the mat and, do this, do this. Meanwhile, you probably pass like five hundred single men by the end of the day, and you're you come home wondering where all the good single men are. Well, they were they were behind you in line at at the pharmacy. Those kinds of things. So just kind of yeah. shifting your mind to being open.
0: <laughs> yeah, right? you're absolutely right. <laughs> they're everywhere. They're they're everywhere. It, it, oh, I love this. Okay, keep going, and then I'm gonna come back and ask you five million questions. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, man, I could talk about this forever. I think that's just that's a good place to start. And then um, I like to give tactical tools to actually, you know, do something when you're in the situation. Okay, you're open-minded, you're aware that you, you're going to be passing a bunch of people today because you're out doing errands, um, you know, but then what do you do? You know, advice like, oh, just be yourself. Like, that that doesn't help. You know, how about five ways to start a conversation? So, um, <laughs> Wait, how about
0: five ways to start a conversation?
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. um well i you can never go wrong with giving a compliment so you know it, find something that you genuinely like about the other person um and you'll know, comment on their scarf or their watch or whatever it is and and if that's intimidating for you to do that to someone that you're attracted to start doing it with people that you're not attracted to like maybe um the gender you're not attracted to or elderly people or something just kind of warm up that social muscle with talking to strangers and get used to it. And then it, when you do find yourself in the conversation with the person you're attracted to, you're not going from zero to 60, you're going from like 45 to 60.
0: I love that. I love that because it's true. The more you practice, the, the more it becomes a, a, almost a habit and then it's not as scary. You know, it takes all the fear out of it um it's not as scary and then that that builds confidence too like along the way every time you do it you feel a little better like hey I just gave that guy a compliment and it went well (laughs)
1: absolutely yeah and then and then you realize that you know even if you don't get a good reaction or you get like a weird reaction you know maybe the person you said that to isn't used to strangers talking to them the more you realize it's not about you that's actually more about the the person and it's just it's kind of a numbers game at first, just warming that up and, and getting used to it and, you know, and putting yourself out there.
0: Absolutely. You just touched on like 5 million things. Uh, yeah, you just touched on so <laughs> many things that are so important. Um, let's talk a little bit more about what it means, what you were saying about how it's more about the other person, because it is really difficult for people uh, to approach someone and then, and then get rejected. Uh, they, they, feel like, you know, well, what's wrong with me, and aren't I pretty enough? Or So when you say it's more about the other person, can you break that down a little bit about what you, what you really mean? If you were going to explain this to someone who is, who, who is, you know, trying to figure it all out, what would you say?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Um, well, even just the fact that each of us is naturally self-centered and we're always thinking about ourselves. You know, if you think about mm-hmm. it from that perspective, it's kind of ironic that we think that other people are thinking about us all the time, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. When, and, you know, everyone is so concentrated on themselves and has their own insecurities and everything. So um, especially, like, if you do something nice for someone or give a compliment or say hi or smile and the other person has a anything but good reaction, I've done this enough, and I'm sure you have too, where you can't take it personally. Like you literally just did something nice for someone and they had a bad reaction and 95% of the time it's because they were having a bad day or they were uncomfortable. They didn't know what to do with that because no one normally smiles at them or uh, they were lost in thought and you cut them off guard or, you know, things like that. So again, like with the numbers game, um, which is perfect for fantasy dating because you've got numbers attached to these things. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <you> know, just- <laughs> <laughs> I love it uh, remembering <laughs> that the more you do it I mean probably eight times nine times out of ten you're going to get a good reaction and for the ones that you don't you have all those other great reactions under your belt to remember that it's not about you and also you know yeah. me that person just, you, you just showed that person the first kindness they've been shown in a very long time and that's going to stick with them even if they blankly stare to you after you said hi to them you know you don't know what's going to happen uh, in their mind after that probably good stuff
0: oh I love that I have actually never thought of it that way I love that you know maybe later that day they'll be like wow you know that girl told me I look nice or whatever it is I mean that's 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 awesome um, yeah and, and what also just to add on to that one of the things that I like to say is that uh, if so you know if you compliment someone and or approach someone and they're and they are unkind uh, I, I like to say that, or I've heard the phrase, um, man's rejection is God's protection. <laughs> and you know, ah. what, and what, I, what, what I take from that is, hey, if this person is a jerk, you don't want to be with them anyway. So, you know, it's kind of one of those those moments where it's like, oh, you know, uh, thank you for showing me up front that, that this person is probably not someone I want to date. Rather than go on two or three dates and then discover later, oh, he's a jerk, you know. Um, wow,
1: that's such a great point. I never thought about it that way. Um, yeah, because you don't <laughs> want to waste your time, even if they're, like, not a jerk, but they're just socially super shy. And if you're an extrovert, maybe that's just not the kind of person that you're looking for.
0: So yeah. right then and there, you know, is not compatible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, that's great. So you mentioned earlier, earlier something about making small talk. Uh and well, actually, you also talked about self-talk, um, uh, the whole idea of of thinking like, "I can't do that or or, or what can I say?" or "He's not going to like me." These are the phrases that I hear the most. You know no one he's yeah. not going to want to talk to me or he's out of my league, like you said earlier. Um, what do you What do you uh, say to your clients who actually who who have that negative self-talk like how, what suggestions do you have to combat that?
1: Um, that's a good question. I think just like starting small um, and, and warming that up, you know, the more successes you can get under your belt, again, the more you're going to start speeding up gradually and it'll just kind of be yet another uh, one person on your drive in this metaphor that I'm speaking of with driving, um, mm-hmm. that you talk to, the one that you happen to be attracted to. And so if it doesn't go your way, then, you know, it's, you've still got miles ahead of you to talk to other people, but also, um, I would say, try to find a moment of bravery, like, I think sometimes bravery just strikes us, and we're like, you know what, I'm going to do it, (laughs) Um, and and there's that moment where you can make the decision to be like, oh, God, I'm so nervous, I'm not going to do it, but I really want to do it, and it can pass by, or you can totally embrace it and be like, screw it, I'm doing it. And um and going for it because whatever the script is in your head, the worst case scenario um that you think is gonna happen if you go up to someone or smile at them or anything, I guarantee it's not gonna happen. And I know and I'm sure you do too, because we've put ourselves out there so much, we've seen everything, every possible reaction. And, you know, no one's no one's gonna yell at you and be like, Why are you talking to me? Like that's never <laughs> happened to me. <laughs> So it's yeah, true. you can just think like yeah, realistically the worst case scenario and and say that out and think about it and then say it out loud and be like okay, that's that's not that bad. I, you know, <laughs> we're not talking about someone dying here. It will be okay.
0: You're you're absolutely right. And I also like to think that um, you know, with those moments where you're just like, oh, you know, oh screw it, you know. I I'm, I'm just going to do it. Those moments um uh I I, I think that like you just said no one's going to yell at you that is uh, hopefully not at least but i i mean seriously doubt it in in the thousands of times i have approached a man in my lifetime i no one has ever yelled at me so everyone Mm -hmm. please (laughs) use that statistic zero zero out of thousands of times but um um and i lost my thought oh that's sorry (laughs)
1: I know. I've I've introduced like 10 topics in the past 30 seconds, I realize. I know. <laughs> oh,
0: no, 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 not you. But the whole, um, the idea of screw it. Oh, that, you know, I I always think, well, I'm never going to see that person again anyway. If I've never seen that person yes. before, chances are I'm never going to see him again anyway. So this is not going to come back it's flying in my face unless I talk about it on the radio the next week, which I do every week anyway. So <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> It's, it's going to be one of those situations like, well, I don't have anything to lose because I'm never going to see him again anyway. So I usually go that, for it because of that. That is
1: such a great point. And actually, that's another, you just reminded me of another tip that I give. Um, when, whenever we're traveling, our guard is lowered a bit, you know, because we're in a new place. We're not afraid that uh, our coworkers or our friends or friends' parents or family are going to walk into a restaurant and see us. And so um, I think that that resonates with... pretty much everyone you know we just are willing to try new things when we're in a different city um so i recommend tapping into that in your own city so go to a different coffee shop go to a different grocery store in a different neighborhood and try these things out because you know we can be hesitant to try to flirt with the guy who lives next door to us because if we totally bomb and we're going to see him in the elevator for the rest of our life and that's really that's so much scarier and more pressure (laughs) um than doing it in savannah georgia if you live in los angeles and the guy visiting from haiti like you're probably never going to see other again i mean maybe you will but the chances are very slim so um so putting yourself out there while you're on vacation or pretending like you're on vacation in your own city by going to different uh, places can make that more comfortable
0: too that is a genius tip. That's a genius tip, and I've never heard anything remotely like that before. That is so smart because it's so true. How many times have do people go on vacation and they meet someone on vacation, and it's like the love of their lives? Or I mean, I met one of my, <laughs> my ex-boyfriends in a club in Vegas. We we met in a dark club <laughs> oh, in Vegas, and we dated for two years. So you know that that can happen. Uh, but it's true. Your your guard is down on vacation, and why not? go to another neighborhood. I could totally do that. I could go to Hollywood, do my I could go to the Whole Foods in Hollywood and <laughs> Ooh, that'd be good. That would just be
1: great people watching in general. I'd love to hear your stories out of that one.
0: <laughs> oh, it is well Hollywood's kinda of crappy actually, but Beverly Hills would be more like it, but, <laughs> uh, there you go. but um but yeah, I, I've I haven't really thought about it that way. That is um that is such that's such a great tip. I love it. I love it. Good. Thanks. <laughs> awesome. So, okay, so let's say that, that, that the people have, that they're open-minded and they have adjusted their self-talk so they're not thinking negative thoughts anymore and they're in total screw it mode and they go up to somebody and they start a conversation, then what? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, um, well, I guess giving a couple more ways to start that conversation because especially As a woman, I definitely prefer for, like, the guy to take the lead, but I think as a woman it is my job to make it easy for him because uh, the number one fear of men is fear of rejection, and I don't blame them. I mean, I watch my single girls totally shoot down nice guys because they didn't know what to do. You know, like, they're in a big group. the guy comes up to them. He's probably terrified, but he's doing it anyway, and they're like, um, bye, and it's like, Oh, "Oh, my God." God. Oh, um, I have to. For I have life.
0: To, you can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. You're gonna scar people for life. I have to stop us right there and um, underline, bold, and italicize what you just said. That it's a, it's the woman's job to make it easier for them. That it, it's so huge because women will complain and they'll be like, but a man has to approach me first. And it's like, okay, but what are you doing? Are you staring at your phone? Do you think that makes you approachable? Do you think he's going to want to come up and interrupt you? Or are you standing there with like five girlfriends and does he have to totally break the chip, chick mob in order to, you know, get to you? Um, and, and so maybe we can talk about some ways to make it easier because you're so right. It's, it's, it's all about drop a hint. Let him know you're interested. Get, invite him without inviting him mm-hmm. to approach you. So what are some ways that they can do that?
1: Um, well, uh, that's actually that's actually my free gift for your listeners. I'll talk about it at the end. But I talk about approachability because it's, it's huge. You know, I think that's the hardest part sometimes is um, exactly what you just said. Women don't want to approach men, but they're standing there with their phone. Three inches from their face, and you know that's really hard to break into. So, um, I try to go alone. Well, it's not huge
0: either. You know, no, it's a a huge man blocker. It's like it's wherever you are, right? (laughs) Wherever you are, and if it's you're in a bar or you are watching a band or you're uh, out and about, wherever you are, if you are more interested in staring at your phone than what's around you. I mean, it's not really attractive.
1: <laughs> no, it's not. It actually it makes you look really um, not even shy, but like like you're uncomfortable just being, you know what I mean? Like you have to yes. be doing something, or people might think that you're a loser. And that to me is like, why do you care? Like just, just relax, put the phone down. And even that is a great place to start for being more approachable. Um,
0: yeah. But
1: I would, right, you know? Um, I would say also go alone to places that, I mean, most of the times that I have been approached by men, it's because I'm alone and because, you know, that lowers the public fear of rejection. He doesn't have to break into the circle of girlfriends and all this other stuff. And he's much more comfortable. I'm comfortable. Um, And that that takes some some practice. You know, some clients are like, Oh, well I could have dinner by myself uh, fairly often. And other clients are like, oh my God, I could never go to a movie by myself. So there's a whole spectrum of that, but start with something that's a little bit out of your comfort zone. I mean, and also look around, men do things alone all the time. I've seen men at movies by themselves. I've seen men at brunch by themselves, reading the paper, like men go to bars by themselves. And as women, we tend to have this script of like, "I I don't want to be, you know, the loser girl alone in the bar. It's like, well, there's 10 other apparently loser men in the bar there by themselves, so why is it a like double standard? <laughs> you know, they're, they're, not, losers. they're not losers.
0: <laughs> no, they're not losers. Yeah. No, yeah. so you won't be oh. either. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and especially right now, it's funny, that, that, that just made me think of football season because, you know, Ryan and I did a whole show last week about football season and how it is such an awesome opportunity for women to yes. meet men. Because every yep. Saturday for college football and every Sunday for pro football, all day long there are men at sports bars and they are hanging out by themselves for the most part um i was I went to go see one of my friends Lauren well actually Lauren is Ryan's wife, so Lauren was bartending on Saturday afternoon, and I had been working all day and I decided I was gonna you know go out and and uh, and sit at her bar for a little bit just to get out of the house I'd been in just been in the house for days, so um, so I went to sit at her bar, and I was by myself, and I wasn't drinking, and I was just hanging out, really, with a bottle of water, and there was there were guys everywhere, About every everyone at the bar was a guy, and so I, I wasn't on my phone. I mean, I was watching some of the games. I was talking to the guy next to me, and then I was talking to another guy, and then somebody who worked there came up, and I mean, you know, it's not. It, it's it's really easy to go by yourself. If you're scared to go by yourself, make friends with the bartender. And I know that sounds silly. Mm-hmm. But and eat your dinner at the bar because people are social at the bar. So yes. that way right? Talk to the people around yeah. you. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. And the other thing is by making friends with your bartender, the bartender knows everyone at the bar. So So the bartender will know if you should or shouldn't talk to the guy next to you because she's already got a totally great idea of who this person is or isn't based on the way he's asked for his food and his drink, (laughs) you know, based on the way he tips, based on the way he talks to the people around him. Maybe he's a regular, maybe he's a jerk, you know, or maybe he's amazing, who knows, but that bartender is going to know before you know. So. I love it.
1: That's so true. I, I was actually, uh, I did like a road trip up in, on the East Coast in New England and I was at a bar in Concord, New Hampshire and I was with a girlfriend and this older guy started hitting on us and he was a little tipsy and the bartender actually wrote on a napkin because we've been t- chat- chatting with the bartender that whole night until the other guy showed up and the bartender slips us a napkin that says, if creepy old guy is too much, just say code word Xanadu and I'll take care of it and i oh. love
0: that <laughs> oh i love her that's amazing yeah that's amazing. and so you're totally right
1: like the bartenders are there looking out for us and i mean they're all they're also paid to practically talk to us and, and make drinks and that's you know a lot of bartenders are super social sure. and don't want to be behind the bar not talking to anybody so um yeah, oh, that's, yeah. that's a great tip making friends with the bartender.
0: Yeah. You can't, you can't be a bartender and not be a a, a people person. It's it's part of the job description. So, so absolutely. And they, and they really will. They'll take care. I love that story. Oh, that's amazing. Ryan would love that story. (laughs) I'm going to have to tell him that's awesome. So yeah, go, so going places alone is a, is a fantastic tip. You are far more approachable. Uh, That, that whole, what do you think about the whole gaggle of women going out together?
1: (laughs) I mean, if they want to hang out with themselves, it's never going to meet men, and they go out in a group of eight, good luck. I mean, that's just really hard, Um, unless you, like, break (laughs) off into smaller groups or something, but um, I, I really prefer to, like, meet guys when I'm not all dolled up wearing a tight dress, just because that's, that's fine, it works, like, you know, but you're kind of leading with the sexuality and you're going to attract the guys who resonate with that sexuality aspect, which, again, is not always a bad thing. But um, when you're at the grocery store and you just have put a little effort into your appearance and uh, you're just being yourself and you attract a guy who likes that, that, that's great. That's phenomenal. Like, you guys are just being yourself. You're not leading with um, your your sexuality or, you know visual or anything like that, but you're just, you're just being yourself. There's something that he sees about you that he likes and vice versa. And, um, it's just so much more real. So I, I I, I recommend that.
0: that. (laughs) I, I love that so much. I love that so much. Uh, that makes me, that actually makes me think about when you say leading with your sexuality, I haven't actually heard that phrase before and I really like it because, um, I have a I, so I have a, a friend. I had a friend who uh, I used to go out with a girl. I used to go out with her all the time, and she would wear these teeny, teeny, tiny outfits, like teeny, teeny, tiny outfits. And no, don't get me wrong, she had a, an amazing, amazing body, and she could wear them. But you know, the boobs were pushed up, and and tiny short shorts on, and heels, and 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 again, looking absolutely. Her body's amazing. Then she would wonder, you know, she'd meet a guy, and then she'd get frustrated because all they want to do is have sex. Yeah. So, she didn't necessarily well, get the right. She never really understood yeah. the 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 connection between uh between what she presented and what they expected. So
1: yeah, I. I think that's really common. Unfortunately, you know, the the, the women who get upset when yeah a guy is looking at their body when they're wearing a dress that's three sizes too small. It's like, well, you can't blame him too much because you're you're really calling attention to that. And if you don't want to call attention to it, don't wear that. You know, um, so it's it's hard. And I'm trying to think of an example. Uh, you know, the opposite with men, and I can't think of one right now just because I want to, you know, keep the playing field level, but I'm sure there's an example. Uh, Maybe you can think of one where, you know, if a guy leaves a certain something and women is doing something, he wouldn't want that either, you know what I mean? Um,
0: Yes. But – (laughs) Well, yeah, no, I understand what you're saying. Um, I think there is something to be said uh, uh, about being – about guys – Maybe leading with their money.
1: Yeah. Maybe leading with their money. Um, Yes. I've I've talked to guys and I I was at a birthday party for um, a Ben boyfriend uh, about a year ago and one of his friends was there and that, you know, I told him what I did. And of course it always spurs some great discussions as I know it does with you too. It's the best. Um, And he was (laughs) asking for my advice and he like described his last date and I said, Oh well, where'd you take her and what'd you do? And he had, taken this woman that I think he met her online so like their very first date their very first time they're actually looking at each other in person to the super nice restaurant he went over the top he got bottle service like all this stuff and then um, she like didn't call him or didn't respond to his or she didn't respond to his calls the next day and I was like well why are you leading with your money like why why do you do you feel like you alone as a person aren't enough you know because you're you're attracting women who want to be wind and dined only and don't want anything to do with you but also at the same time that's all you like you're you're not showing her who you are you're 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 hiding behind your money so I guess that would be the equivalent of from the guy's perspective
0: oh I love that i just i just love that we um i uh, that's wow you' are you're i'm having an aha moment as oprah would say I'm having an aha moment uh, <laughs> <laughs> About leading, leading with money and leading with sexuality and leading with something that's not you, so I guess that's, I guess that's uh, overcompensating in some way or feeling like they're not good enough, so they have to I don't know, I, or I, I don't know, mm-hmm. maybe we won't shrink that, but I guess the bottom line is that you really, like you were just saying, it sounds hokey to you know, oh oh be your, just be yourself, but you do have to lead with yourself. Mm-hmm. So I guess there's mm-hmm. – and so I, how do we do yeah, that? Yeah, I think it's like break. I think it's
1: breaking it down of, yeah, definitely be yourself, but I think people who come to you and I for advice need more than that. I think they want to be themselves, but they don't know how. So it's it's talking about this yeah. stuff of like, well, you know, don't always wear the tight dress. Wear something a little bit more uh, like, you know, understated, um, and see what kind of guys come up to you. It's probably not going to be the hottest guy in the room, but that's probably also a good thing.
0: So. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, a lot of times the hottest guy in the room really um, uh, knows he's the hottest, hottest guy in word. the room. <laughs> I didn't hear you. What did you say? Hi, he, the
1: hottest guy in the room knows he's the hottest guy in the room, and that's, yes. that leads to a whole other <laughs> set of issues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm writing that down. Newsflash. Um,
0: yeah, it's totally true. Um, absolutely. And I think you have to wear when it comes to to what what you're wearing when you go out. You have to wear something that you're comfortable in. And and yeah. I don't mean sweatpants and 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 schlubby clothing. But uh, but 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 whatever makes you feel good. Whatever makes you feel confident and comfortable there are nights when I'll go out and I'll rock a totally tight dress and show it all off. And, and that's the mood I'm in. And there are other nights where I'm in a pair of nice jeans and, you know, a nice top and that's it, but everything's covered. So it, I guess it kind of just depends whatever you're comfortable and and, and confident in
1: a hundred percent. Yeah. And, and that, that leads to another tip that I give, which is, you know, when you are out, um, I'll just keep using errands day as an example when you're out doing your errands but um, when you wear something that you're not comfortable or confident in not on the end of the spectrum of the tight dress but on the opposite end of the spectrum like your your slucky yoga pants that are frayed at the bottom and uh, stuff like that <laughs> like that is a, that's like a, another barrier to having confidence to talking with someone if, if you're already kind of shy and a guy comes up to you or a girl comes up to you and just trying to chat with you and flirt with you, if you're not feeling confident in your clothes, that is yet another barrier to having, uh, to being able to engage with them. So whenever I I step without the door, yeah, just put a little effort in and wear something that, I mean, that's exactly what I say, that you're comfortable and confident in. That's the best, whatever that is for you.
0: I love that. That's great. Um, That is great. Okay, so we were talking about uh, oh, we were talking about different ways to approach. Before we went on the total left turn that took us on about football, uh, that, that went down this whole other road. But we were we were talking about um, how to approach, and um, you had said uh, give a give a compliment, and um, I always say ask a question. What do you What That's, do you recommend? Yes. Totally. Yeah. That's,
1: the, that's the next one I was going to say. Ask a question or ask for a favor um, because I also say uh, friendly or flirting. Like my whole thing is don't you don't have to let them know if you're friendly or flirting. Maybe you do actually need help getting that flower off the top shop in the grocery store. Or maybe that's your intro to talk to the cute guy that you have been eyeing in the aisle for the past 45 seconds. You know, he doesn't know. So you can kind of no. gauge his reaction based on that question. <laughs> or favor.
0: Yes. Oh, that's great. It, it, it's true. It gives you an opportunity to gauge his reaction and also gauge his reaction and also his interest. Oh, I love that. Ah, keep going.
1: <laughs> um, some other ways. Um, let's see. I, I say to like wear something unique. So um, if you are going out, I feel like, and I'm guilty of this as well. Lots of women just wear black and they look like every other woman wearing black out there. And I know black is slimming, and, you know, that's great. However, if you're going to wear black, um, wear something that pops, like a little piece of flair or something um, that shows off your personality, so like a red scarf or um, sparkly earrings or something, because men are very visual. And so if he wants to come up to you, he's probably going to comment on something that you're wearing. So not only will he be showing off your personality if you just wear even a small accessory um, or color uh, that you love, but you'll also be doing him a favor and make it easier for him.
0: I can absolutely confirm that that works. I have a pair of red patent leather peep toe slingbacks that heels that I wear often and I have never gone out in them and not gotten a compliment on those red shoes.
1: Oh, so, I love it. That's yeah. a great color. <laughs>
0: it is it is i so absolutely uh, that's such a good suggestion I love that yes um
1: else yeah oh i've got I've got lots <laughs> right um, i I think like I call it doing a shared quip during a shared moment or a short quip during a shared moment, so um. Just kind of like half comment to yourself, you know if something happens like there's something crazy going on on the bus, you know half comment to yourself like, well, that's really weird, and if there's anyone in your vicinity who either just wants to talk to someone or um is attracted to you and was like, "Oh, how do I approach this person, you're saying that comment half out loud gives them the chance mm-hmm. to follow up and and say like, "Oh, I know right or Yeah, I saw the weirdest thing yesterday, too, on the bus, and then you've got a conversation going. And if no one says anything, then whatever. You just have made a comment to yourself. You've got nothing to lose. The risk factor is very low.
0: I totally agree. That's a great suggestion. Yes, I'd love it. (laughs) I do it all the time. I'm the crazy lady talking to myself everywhere I go.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're mostly thinking this stuff in our head, so... Get it out of your head and just say it out loud. <laughs> there's a lot of weirder stuff out there, you know. It's it's not that it's not that scary.
0: <laughs> sure, absolutely, and it's always great to use the things that are around you. So, like you just said, if there's something something weird going on on the bus, or if there's some kind of strange thing happening in the restaurant you're in, or whatever, uh, it, it's always good to comment on that, or or you could even ask a question. Did you just see that? You know, <laughs> something
1: like that. Totally. Um, yeah. And that also kind of creates a bond. You kind of actually create a meaningful moment with someone. So even if it just lasts for a second and even if it's like a person you're not attracted to or whatever it is, like sometimes, especially like you mentioned staying in the house for days, I'll do the same. I work from home. And like getting out and having that momentary connection with another person, even if it doesn't lead to a date or anything, is just like, I don't know, it's so powerful. It like fulfills your need for socialization just a little bit, even if it's like 10 seconds or something.
0: Absolutely, and I love your I love your uh, suggestion earlier about practicing because these are definitely things that you can practice with other people wherever you go. So so, and I love your idea about practicing with people of the same sex or people that you're not necessarily uh, it, uh, or older people, people who you wouldn't be attracted to, uh, mm-hmm. because the more comfortable you get making these observations or asking these questions or or giving compliments, the more natural it's going to become with with people you are interested in. Uh, these suggestions are great. Love it.
1: <laughs> yeah, and that's how I learned too, you know, and I that's why I can empathize with anyone who, who has ever stumbled uh, just to get through like a conversation or was caught off guard by someone trying to flirt with them and had no idea what to do because I have totally been there. Um, and like I said, I just got tired of it. I was like, all right, what do I do about this? <laughs> and I just started, you know, practicing with, um, with other people. I didn't really know this what I was doing at the time, but, um, you know, slowly putting yourself out there, whatever is just outside of your comfort zone, starting there and then taking baby steps to keep pushing that. That's how I did it. So yeah, it's, it's nothing too
0: scary. Great. Great. Okay, so let's say that we've done the approach, we are having a conversation, how do we avoid missing the connection?
1: So like steering towards getting together,
0: like on a date? Yes, how do you get that person's contact information, how do you suggest or say you actually want to know them in the future, how do you not walk out the door? <laughs>
1: um, so, okay, so we, just to recap here, we've got, like, you know, we're being approachable, our phones in our purse. Um, guy comes yep. up to us, asks us a, a question about something on the grocery store shelf, and we've got a conversation going. So yep. whether, whether, whether you did be approaching or the other person did be approaching, whatever that random icebreaker topic is, it's going to end. You know, have you, have you ever been in a conversation where, you know, you, there's clearly mutual interest, but you're talking about the most random thing and you're like, how the hell do I get off this topic? Like we have beaten this topic to death. Um, and I don't know what to do. (laughs)
0: Definitely. (laughs) Like laundry detergent or something.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, um, so what I'll do and what I advocate is as soon as that topic naturally dies down, just say, how's your day going? And it's that simple like, hey, I get it. We don't want to be talking about laundry detergent anymore, but I am interested. So I'm going to keep the conversation going. And that also kind of gives the other person permission to be like, oh, it's good, it's good, you know, one word reply. Or they can be like, oh, it's it's okay. I had this meeting and didn't go how I wanted it to. And then like give a little story or anecdote about their day. And then you really have the conversation going. So, um, so that's how to kind of get off the icebreaker. And then after that, uh, in terms of like, you know, Hey, we we should get together some time. I think talking about um, activities and places is a great way. It's like, Oh, what do you do for fun on the weekend? Or, um, you know, what have you got coming up, or what are you excited about, or, uh, you know, things like that. And then showing mutual interest, like, oh, you play tennis? I play tennis too. And that sets it up to be so easy for, well, we should play together sometime. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's actually, well, this has happened a lot for me, but um, one time with a, a guy who became a boyfriend, we were talking about barbecue. And I met him at a barbecue. So we were talking about barbecue. And then uh, he's like, Yeah, there's a place in Tulsa near outside of Chicago. He's like, I haven't been there, but um, it's supposed to have really good brisket. And I was like, I love brisket. And just like, (laughs) let it sit there. (laughs) And and of course, he's like, Well, we should go sometime. And guess where our first date was? Thanks, Brad.
0: (laughs) That's fantastic. That's fantastic. (laughs) I want to kind of circle back to something that you were just saying earlier. Um when when you were when you were giving the example of saying, so how's your day? and then you said and you give him an opportunity to say it's okay or to have him actually elaborate and then start a new conversation. I think I th- that makes me realize that what what you're doing what you've been mentioning is that there are that it's really important to gauge someone's interests that you and and to and to constantly do that so I think I think uh, what I think I think if someone's really scared of rejection there would be comfort in knowing you can stop at any time so you can stop after you say hey could you maybe get the flower down for the top from the top shelf for me, and then the conversation could just end there if the person is not engaged or interest interested or you can throw out the so how's your day going good you know if he says good and then starts to walk away, you know okay well he's not interested or if he's if he just says good or doesn't elaborate um that's another moment where you can make a choice i think it's i think it's kind of uh I think it's a little less scary for someone who's scared of these things <laughs> to know yeah. that there are all these points. Yeah. To know that they can consciously, constantly gauge and stop at any time. I don't know that that makes that's, me feel relieved.
1: Yeah, that is such a good point. You're totally right. I didn't even realize that that's what I was doing. <laughs> that's, um, that's genius. You can put genius. it into your courses. <laughs> Hashtag accidental genius. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, I, You're totally right, Suzanne, because I I don't like to make other people feel uncomfortable because, I mean, I think I think for almost everyone, I hate to be uncomfortable. <laughs> so um, right. I want to give them that out. And at different points along the way, either if they're really shy or they don't have enough social skills to continue the conversation, which both of those things, like, for me personally, I already know that we're probably not going to be a good match. Like, I really – I know that I need, for me – someone who's more extroverted than me. Um, mm-hmm. So so those two points. So, and also if they're not interested, you know, maybe you ask the guy to get the flower off the top shelf and you then you, he, you see his wedding ring when he does that. And you're like, Oh, okay. Well, you know, nothing lost. You got the flower off the top shelf for me. Like you haven't put too much out there um, if anything. Right. So yeah. Or maybe, maybe he just got fired. You know, like, you know, going back to what we were talking about with um, things not being so personal to us and usually being about the other person, um, men especially will, you know, if something's going wrong, they don't, they usually don't have as much of a poker face as women. So, I mean, you know, women could be like just coming out of a plane crash and, you know, trying to get dinner for their four kids and someone asks, oh, how's your day going? And they're like, oh, fine. How are you? (laughs) <laughs> you know and men at that point would probably just more like grunts because that's just kind of how we you know for lack of a better term we're, we're raised you know with the gender roles and stuff so um with men especially it's usually if he's going through something it can have nothing to do with you ladies like um and, and vice versa of course but I'm just kind of using it as an example um so yeah maybe he's just not interested or maybe he's gay or who knows who knows? Maybe grandma just passed away. You don't know. So, um, yeah, the, the right. different interest points along the way, like, that's, that's key. I don't want anyone to ask me out that they don't want to, and I don't want to go out with anyone that I don't want to. So there we go. Right. Right.
0: Right. That's great. So talk about things, activity-based things, because those are really good, easy ways to then do that activity together. Do you have any other suggestions? Yeah. Like, how do you get the number?
1: So with that, I, I really try to make it easy for them to get my number. So um, I think it's, it really is just showing the excitement of like, oh, my gosh, uh, you're going sailing? I grew up sailing. I know how to, you know, insert fancy sailing terms right there. I don't know. Um, <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and, you know, showing excitement because I of going back to the gender rules a little bit, like, Guys like to make women happy. You know, they, they want to not only know that you're not going to be like, I'm not giving you my number when they ask, but also that they, like, choose a date that you're excited for. So if you're genuinely excited about an activity or you're like, oh, my God, I've never done parasailing, but that sounds really cool. Um, you know, that makes it – he will find a way uh, to get your number if he is emotionally, physically, all of that available. Um, and wants to ask you out. If anything, if there's, like, a little bit of a barrier, a little bit of a challenge, it makes it even mo- more interesting for him. So uh, that is the beauty of guys. If they want to do something, they will find a way. If they don't want to do something, they won't do it.
0: <laughs> oh, you see? Now, I have to – I I I don't know. I'm going to beg to differ a little bit. Uh, okay. Because – so what I do, and this is – because it's easy – um, I, I always have business cards with me, except for last night. I did not have a business card with me, uh, and so which is crazy because I was away on business. But anyway, um, so, <laughs> so uh, I I I will take a business card out of my purse and I will hand it to him, and just say, "Hey, I had so much fun talking with you. I'd really love to hear from you again," and just hand him the card and walk away. And it works.
1: I think, yeah, that's that's a totally good strategy too. Um, I would say on that, it, you could make it even more personal by like handwriting your cell phone on the back or something, to kind of get it off the right. business tone and more more personal. But yeah, I mean that
0: totally works. That's, oh yes, my, so my, my per- I'm personal sorry. preference. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Actually, my my cell is on my business card. It's really just my, it's a card, but um, but it's uh. <laughs> it has my cell phone on it and my you know my email and all that stuff. I totally agree. Absolutely do not hand a business business card. Um I actually uh uh interviewed uh a life coach Nancy Muller uh months ago and she uh she has a card that just has her name on it with her phone number and email address and when she meets someone who she thinks is awesome, she hands them the card and says, "This was amazing. You are card worthy. I just want you to have this. I'd love to hear from you again." And then walks away. Ooh, so, I like that. I love that too.
1: That's, that's right. That's pretty bold too. I don't even know if I would be. Um, I that might even be too bold for me. But if that works for for you and Nancy, I, go forth and conquer, ladies. <laughs>
0: Well, because I think think that guys, I understand what you're saying. When guys really want to, when they really want something, they'll get it. But I think in that moment, sometimes they're afraid, just like we're afraid. They're just as afraid as as women are. And I think that, um, yeah, and I think it can be really intimidating for them to ask for a number or ask for a date right then. And so to make it easy, you're not saying... Hey, give me your give me your number. You're just giving them the power. You're handing them the power with your card. Or you can do uh, you can also you can also pull out your phone and then because usually when you pull out your phone, the other person will pull out their phone as a reflex. And then you can say, "Let me give you my number." Uh, I know it's uh, listen. Hey, there's a lot of, there's a lot at stake when you're fantasy dating. People do crazy things. So. No? <laughs> So, so, um, but, but, uh, you know, you can do that too. And then, and then just give them your number. Uh, and then they have the power still. I mean, let the man be the man. I like that, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah.
1: I think most, I think I like that a lot. I think, um, I think most women want the guy to be the guy. I think most guys want to be the guy, but yeah, you know, we, it's tough. Uh, I totally know what you mean about that moment of, that awkward, like, okay, well, we're, we just kind of bonded, and what was your date again? And am I gonna ever see you again? And oh my gosh, um, it can be like, yeah, um, flustering, and it all happens really fast. So, no, I think that's, I think that's a great tip.
0: <clears throat> sure, sure. I mean, it's like you don't want to end up in the Craigslist misconnection uh,
1: <laughs> column. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the,
0: the whole, I saw you at Seven Eleven. You were buying a hot dog. Oh, I was no. the guy who was
1: like kicking around the the aisle that was probably creeping you out but I just want to say I I really like you. <laughs>
0: oh,
1: please. Please, yeah, don't don't do that if you me. can help it.
0: No, no, you, help don't me. Do you don't want to do that. Take a chance in the moment. I swear it will pay off. <laughs> and if it, yeah. and if it doesn't. Yeah. And if it doesn't, again, it's one of those moments where it's like, don't take it personally. For all you know, the person has a girlfriend, you know, or or if it's a guy, or or if you're, you know, approaching a woman, then she might have a boyfriend or whatever. The person might have, they've got other things going on. The don't taking it per don't take it personally is so important in this whole thing. Because it's, it's so really, weird. I
1: mean, that's, that's that's yeah, like our main barrier. I feel like is like you know, oh, if I get rejected, it will just ruin, you know, my next month, which it, it probably won't. Um, but like that, you know, if you put all your eggs in one basket and you never talk to anybody ever, and then all of a sudden you're going up and talk to like the most attractive person in the room and you fall flat on your face in front of everyone at the party. I mean, that is the stuff that does traumatize you for life. So, um, I, I yeah. Think, yeah, going back to the baby steps and, um, And remembering it's not about you and and everything that we've talked about, really, Um, and just kind of starting slow. Don't traumatize yourself, but don't stay in your house all the time and wonder why you're never getting any dates because you don't actually talk to people.
0: (laughs) Right. Right. You do have to actually see the people and come in contact with them in order to meet them. (laughs) Eventually. Yes. Turn off the Netflix. Um. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's so hard <laughs> I know I know it's hard all right awesome um, well yeah so that, that definitely uh, helps should help our audience with the the, uh, the how to meet people phase are there any other tips you want to give about that before you tell us all about everything you're doing and your amazing courses and all that stuff <laughs> um,
1: let's see um I also i guess a number uh a big problem that my female clients have are um turning off the work energy, like the work mode, you know 'cause uh, oh, a yeah, we tend to be kind of you know in our masculine energy at work, get things done, cross this off the list, talk to this person, dominate that meeting, killed it, all right, but you bring that to the date and I think guys don't really know what to do with that, and and also like, especially like we talked about, you know, women want the guy to kind of step up and take the lead, but if women don't give him the chance to take the lead and and do things his way, which he's not going to do it the way you do it, that's fine. Let him do it his way, but give him the chance to take the lead before you write him off and say, well, our date's tomorrow and he hasn't told me where we're going to dinner, so I just made reservations. Like, no. He could have had reservations for a week and he just hasn't told you yet. So to be the guy, if that's what you want him to be.
0: Yes. Oh, it's so important. It's so important. And I think that so many women feel like they have to uh, work, 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 push, push, push so hard that they don't even realize uh, that mm-hmm. they're carrying masculine energy during uh, versus feminine energy and how to actually balance that oh my gosh that's really huge that's so huge yeah Uh, it it
1: is and I think you know some ways to do that could be changing out of your work clothes like bringing some clothes if you're going to a date right after work bring a different change of clothes change of clothes change of energy um but put on a little bit more makeup a spritz of perfume something to just flip the switch from work mode to date mode whatever your trigger is find that yeah and, and do that
0: well, and it can it can be as simple as like it, it, as just being quiet for two minutes and taking some deep breaths and imagining yourself on the date having an amazing time and feeling excited and and feminine and sexy and whatever you know. Um, and, I love that. That's and, yes. <laughs> yeah, really, just trying to shift that energy because it's so important. Or play your favorite song, sing your head off for a minute shake it out, yeah. and dance, whatever you have to do, <laughs> but it's, mm-hmm. it, it, it is huge. It is so important because, because, uh, yeah, I mean, it's so important to let the man be a man, let him be a gentleman, let him open those doors, let him hold your hand, let him walk on the inside of the street, all of those things, you know, guys do want to do that stuff for the most part. Uh, and, and, uh, and it's fun. It's fun to feel like a girl, you know? It's fun to be. Um, totally,
1: yeah. Yeah. Oh,
0: I it's love like it. F- it's like
1: feminine, feminine doesn't mean weak. It just means feminine.
0: Yes, exactly. You can still be a warrior in the boardroom.
1: <laughs> that's right, yeah. But you want him to, I heard a phrase one time, uh, you know, when you're on a date, you want him to date you, not hire you, you know? And I think that that's. Oh just good to remember. You're not in an interview. You're not throwing credentials out and one-upping each other. You're just talking.
0: Yes. Oh, I love that. Um, Well, obviously, we don't have time during this show to discuss it, but do you actually uh, coach? So, obviously, I know that you coach about how to approach and and, um, how to flirt and all of those things. Do you actually... Uh, help clients with the dating process too like we do another show about <laughs> how to handle a first date <laughs> absolutely I would love that yeah I
1: don't want to just let, leave people hanging with uh, all right cool you got your first date good luck because <laughs> um, I, I, I definitely uh, I give tips on how to kind of steer things towards um, a relationship and things to do on um, you know there's no number but like the first few dates, middle dates, things are getting serious and like you know some different milestones that you can do um along the way to really encourage and give it the best chance possible. I
0: I w- I would love for you to come back on the show and talk about that because I think I, those things are so important and I think you have a um I think you have a, a lot of really good advice and you're you're touching on a lot of things that that the other Experts and coaches haven't necessarily touched on, like with the masculine and feminine energy, and and leading with, uh, uh, or not leading with sexuality and not leading with money. And um, you're just, uh, you have a very nice, unique twist that I'm really enjoying. So, so thank you. Oh, you're (laughs) welcome. So I'd really love to do another show on that. Um, That would would be awesome. But right now, let's talk about four key ways to get him to approach you. <laughs> yes. And, yep. Please tell me so, about
1: it. Uh, yeah. So that's uh, so that's a gift that I have on my website. So um, your listeners can just go to uh, www.masterofflinedating.com backslash fantasy dating, and um, just sign up to get. Uh, the four key ways to get him to approach you and I know it says get him to approach you but it's actually like 75% of it is gender neutral tips Um, just about how to be more approachable got some stories in there of my own um, my own dating and meeting successes and just uh, tactical actionable authentic tips like we talked about here that are not too scary and um, and it's without saying a word too so you don't even have to open your mouth (laughs)
0: That's amazing! Oh, that's amazing! I can't wait. That's fantastic. And uh, listeners, if you are listening to this on Vlog Talk Radio or on FantasyDatingGame.com, there are links in the post to the uh, address that Camille just mentioned. So you can get the uh, you can you can get four ways to get him to approach you for free uh, if you go to those links, which is awesome um great and so how can everyone find you and how can they how can they hire you and work with you and how does it work
1: (laughs) um great questions so i have a, a couple of online courses one is my uh big video course and that only opens a couple times a year so if they just go to the website that i gave earlier and and get the, um, the four key ways they'll also get on my mailing list and they'll know the next time it opens um, and then I also have a like a starter kit um, how to meet him offline and that goes into much more detailed uh, tips, more tips, more stories, more everything um, as kind of the homework and the, pr- the pre-work to uh, the video course which is a ton of material so, um, to tide you over in the meantime so yeah just go to the the website and get on my list and I've got blogs on how to talk to strangers and meet people and all of that for free also.
0: Fantastic. That's awesome. It's really great. Um, well thank you so much for joining me tonight. Is there anything that, that I'm forgetting to add? What else, anything we need to add?
1: <laughs> oh man, I, don't know. I feel like we covered a lot. Uh, no, I think if, if there's uh if there's any other topics or any questions that your listeners have, you know, feel free to reach out to you or people can reach me at Camille at MasterOfflineDating.com. And I love hearing from people and um, hearing dating challenges. And I'm happy to just offer some tips to to get people out there meeting each other. I'm very very passionate about face-to-face meetings and human connection. So.
0: Cool. So are we. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely well thank you so much this was absolutely awesome and i can't wait for you to come on the show again another night when ryan's here um so yeah so thanks for joining us
1: yeah thanks for having me Sam. this is
0: awesome okay all right well we'll talk to you soon thanks okay good night. thanks good night all right. Well, that was awesome. Okay, people. So now you know everything you need to know about offline dating. Not everything you need to know, but it's a really good start. So, uh, again, put your phones away. Go places by yourself. Uh, be open. Don't go after the hottest guy in the bar. The hottest guy in the bar knows he's the hottest guy in the bar. <laughs> uh So uh, ask a question, give a compliment, ask a favor, ask them to help you get the flour down from the top shelf in the supermarket. These are all awesome, awesome, awesome suggestions. Also remember that at any point you can stop. If you aren't getting the reactions that you want to get, okay, cool. If you are getting great reactions, then keep going, keep talking. So you can either – wait for him to ask for your number, or like I do, give him a card and say, hey, it was awesome talking to you. I would love to talk to you again. Here's my number. And uh, I think that's all we covered tonight. So next week we're going to have a really interesting conversation about single parents dating. We're going to have dating expert Marina Sporaki. She's the author of Stop Looking for a Husband and find the love of your life. Uh, She has an awesome story about uh, single dating as a parent and has an incredible, wonderful success story about blending a family. So, And as as you all know, Ryan also married a single mother and has an amazing 11-year-old stepson. So we're going to have a really, really great conversation next week. So please join us. Uh, next week. That's Wednesday, September 21st. Same time, same place. We can't wait. Thanks so much for tuning in. And until then, do yourself a favor and Dare to Date.